0: What's up, nerds? ESPN plus the ESPN. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop!
1: Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. Eight 9 the The game. <laughs>
0: And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham,
1: Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. In the brain good times, come on, the Bears finally fired,
0: Mad Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
1: Welcome in, uh, come in uh, to a, a Thursday edition of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 at the uh, Game ESPN Radio. We're live here on the ESPN airwaves in the 98.9 and Jack FM studios. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you as always, uh, coming to you here on this March 23rd, 2023. So, 23 at 23 today. And we got to get show uh, lined up for you, as always. Coming up, we'll be talking to some local sports, local baseball and uh, softball. Did have some games yesterday, battle through the conditions, and we'll get those uh, scores and uh, stats from a couple of those coming up. And we'll take a look at the weather permitting a uh, schedule today, and also we'll hit up on uh, some major league uh, baseball. As uh, yesterday, the MLB uh, sent out a little memo yesterday about some of uh, the uh, clarifications of the uh, rules and the rule changes and and whatnot, and. And, uh, before the uh, season starts here in a week. And so we'll uh, take a look at that memo that they sent out. We'll also hit up on the NCAA tournament that gets back going tonight as the uh, Sweet 16 is underway. Michigan State will be in one of the first games tonight there in Madison Square Garden, a very familiar place that they play, even in during the regular season. So uh, we'll take a look at uh, that NCAA tournament stuff. We'll hit up on uh, the other national sports, NBA, NHL, NHL, and uh whatever I don't get to here in the Etruscan uh, show. We'll get to in the podcast in some sort of fashion because we are getting kicked off the air a little bit early today as we're continuing with a uh, spring training baseball with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Their matchup with the New York Yankees today yeah. in a uh, spring training. So a uh, very good deal and uh, so that'll be coming up immediately after we are done here. So taking us uh, off early. Yeah, eleven fifty five is the start time. So we're about five minutes short on uh, today's show because of that so that is what is on tap and so we're gonna get kicked off five minutes early so we need to jump right into it and we need to get it started and let's start it off with what we always do and that would be first things first before we get into the show
0: Things first.
1: And uh, speaking of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals and uh, spring training baseball, that'll be uh, coming up. And speaking of the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, there was a news uh, that uh, came out. I think this was uh, just uh, today. As uh, yeah, it was uh, this morning's kind of uh, press conference before uh, the game today. As it looks like Adam Wainwright is. Projected to be the opening day starter next week uh, against the uh, Blue Jays for the home opener as well. And it looks like Adam Wainwright will not be uh, making that start after all, as it looks like Adam Wainwright will start on the injured uh, list, uh, the IL. And according to Oliver Marmol he told reporters this uh, today that he could be out several weeks after suffering a groin strain during the World Baseball Classic. Ah. Uh Yep, here we go. You hate to see it. You hate to see it, but, you know, it could happen in a normal spring training game as well, running over to a first base or something like that. But it uh, looks like Adam Waywright will not be the Cardinals opening day starter uh, next week. So uh, I'll have to reshuffle the deck, and we'll have to uh, see who will be uh, end up being the opening day starter for St. Louis, but it will not be uh, Adam Wainwright, he's going to start on right. the I.L. So.
0: Oh, man.
1: You hate to see it. But, you know, uh, according to uh, Marmol, they, he said that the injury happened during a weight room workout tuesday with team usa during the weight, uh, world baseball classic so it didn't even happen in the game eric it happened in the weight room and guess what people lift weights all the time and so uh, he could have uh, done this just as easily at the cardinals facility as he did it with team usa
0: yes but again if you are getting paid by the cardinals then you take that risk
1: mm-hmm. you understand that mm-hmm. And you, what you are did,
0: accept- accepting that if it happens mm-hmm. at your facility
1: Mm-hmm. Just didn't. Yeah. No. But uh, Wainwright took that responsibility for representing his country. And uh, uh, one guy for Japan who uh, broke his finger during pool play, and he still came out there, and he uh, still was uh, still playing, and he just basically wrapped it up with a big club, and he was shown there. He was almost going to lay down a bunt there. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't matter to him whether he got injured or not, whether because – the Team Japan wasn't paying him either, but he still played for a pride for a country, and that's exactly what uh, these other guys were doing as well. So, I mean, we've had this argument before. We so. have, and
0: again, I think the, the difference is, and this is – Obviously, the sentimental factor of Adam Wainwright, knowing this is his last year, his last chance to have the home opener, his last chance to start the season opener. And as you said on this show before, oh, the home opener and the season opener are actually the same this year. Right. And all the festivities, I'm sure Wainwright will be there. But he's not going to be suited up. He's not going to be starting. And he's already gone on record saying this is his last one. Mm -hmm. It has to sting a little bit.
1: It definitely does. I think
0: the fact, though, Travis, that it is a pitcher, you're not as upset about this. If this was Nolan Arenado, who strained his groin and was going to be out two, three weeks and start the season on the IL because of working out with Team
1: USA— would you not or, be upset? Or were worse than that if he got hit with that pitch yeah. and he He's does out something two to his like, rest. Like, uh, uh, like Altuve. You know, Altuve is. Yeah. Altuve
0: is out two months. That completely changes the Astros' season outlook. Definitely. If that happened to Arenado for the Cardinals, would you not be sitting here being upset about it? Or would you he just go, be. oh, that's a risky take. Representing your that country. That is true.
1: Like, I would I would said that just as easily, but yeah, I would probably uh, be a little bummed about because it.
0: Because, again, that is, that is you know, and we talked yesterday about Rob Manfred wanting more of the star pitchers to participate. This is why these teams are so skittish about it. Mm-hmm. Because, again, if you're a team that, you know, you have, for example, Aaron Judge. If Aaron Judge was to play in the World Baseball Classic this, this year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he goes out and gets injured. Tears a knee running out a fly ball Which again, could happen in a normal game Could, yeah Could happen in a spring training game Mm -hmm. But the fact it happens off of Yankees time And that Yankees team just paid him What they paid him That is why these teams are saying No guys, you can't go do this Yeah And that is why I think Again, the timing of it is what hurts the World Baseball Classic. Now, there's no other time to do it. We've already been through this.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But this is why I understand the players wanting to represent the country. I get it. I totally understand that. But if I'm the team owner or the GM and one of my star players that I'm relying on to have a good season goes down, I'm going to be a little skittish the following time about letting my star players go play again.
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh, something to uh, think about, something to uh, explore for when it comes around again in three years in 2026. So, um, you yeah, know, who knows?
0: It's kind of the same argument we had a couple weeks ago about uh, Chase Elliott when he had his snowboarding accident. You know, right. it's like, hey, these guys, you know, he obviously not quite in the same magnitude. Because these guys were at least still playing baseball.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you
0: know, we've we've heard stories of NASCAR drivers getting injured in Sprint Series, you know, Sprint races that they did on a weekend on an off weekend, and they got injured. Like Tony Stewart had that happen to him before he was racing off road and broke right. his back and missed the first half of the season. Like,
1: yeah, and you've seen it before in other sports, and you even seen it last year with uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. getting injured in uh, an accident. It was like a motorcycle accident yeah. or something.
0: I was thinking of Paul George. Paul George when he was, you know, it was a scrimmage for Team USA and he broke his leg when he was part yeah, of the Pacers and, it. and and it you know it totally devastated his you know his his leg obviously but it totally ruined the Pacers cuz they were planning on him being a big part of their season that year Definitely. and he was never the same for the Pacers after that and he's right. still having like problems to this day. Right. And again, yeah. he was playing for his country and that wasn't If I remember correctly, it wasn't an Olympic year. That was just an FIB like world tournament
1: that took place, you know,
0: during the off season.
1: I knew it was like with a team USA, but I can't remember if it was like it wasn't the Olympics. It it was it was
0: like a a FIB tournament, uh, you know that that happened over the summer when you know again the argument could be made. Oh, it's over the summer. These guys are you know it could happen during a train. They're not going as hard. That's the thing. So, yeah. In spring training, you got to look at the Cardinals for a perfect example, Travis. They've had back-to-back draws. You can't tell me they're giving 110% like they would if they were in the World Baseball Classic. That's right. that's to me the the main crux of this. Is those right. guys in the World Baseball Classic are going given 110% even if they're not ready. And you're more likely to get injured giving 110% than you are giving 75 during a spring uh, training game.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the the Cardinals sent the most players to the WBC, yep. and yep. they were without Goldschmidt and Arenado for the most part, and Wainwright, obviously. And the fact only one got injured,
0: you should be happy.
1: Yeah. Now, let's be yeah, honest. So.
0: You sent the most, and one is on the shelf, you should tip your hat because yeah. there's a lot of other teams that got guys injured too.
1: I guess so, um, yeah. Uh,
0: but again, I, th- I, I I think you would have been in here hooting and hollering if it would have been Aaron Otto. Nah, I don't think I would be hooting and, and hollering. And we, we would have seen ESPN radio blow up if the judge scenario, like I just talked about, was what happened.
1: Yeah, potentially. If
0: Aaron Judge tore his knee and was going to be out for six months playing in the World Baseball Classic, you would get so many ESPN personalities talking about how awful this is and how the Yankees could allow this to happen and how it was an off season tournament that
1: didn't matter. Right. Yeah. It definitely would have been a conversation, different one for sure. If it involved the judge. And and again, the world baseball classic
0: traffic is in a bad shape because I love the idea. I really do. I love anything that involves countries and, and stuff like that, but it has no prestige. Because it hasn't been around long enough. Right. How well, do you get how do you get prestige? You have superstars playing it. To build up yeah. that prestige.
1: And I think for for the most part, this year you did.
0: This year you did, yeah. Yeah. But it takes time. Yeah. It, and what I'm saying is you have people who are saying it's just an off-season exhibition, including myself. It's just an off-season tournament. These guys should be in spring training, or you know, shouldn't be out here giving 110% and possibly getting injured, but yet that's how you build up the prestige of the World Baseball Classic. So it's in a tough spot right? where it just, in my eyes, it can't win.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a no-win situation for sure. I mean,
0: I thought of an idea, but the World Baseball Classic wouldn't want to do it, and that is make this kind of like a triple-A minor league showcase Mm -hmm. and just don't have major league players in it. Right. But then there goes your prestige of having the best players in the world facing each other.
1: Exactly. Yeah, there goes the prestige. There goes the ratings. All yeah, the, yeah. the people that watch the yeah. championship so, probably so, is not going to watch. No, no, they're not going to watch. I mean, you may
0: watch if it's a, a top you know, five prospect who's on your team. On your team, yeah. You, you will probably watch then to see how they do, but it, it it's not the same. And I think that's why no. they took baseball away from the Olympics is because that's what we were sending to the olympics when they had baseball right was it was college kids and it was you know
1: minor league players right yeah and then that also kind of brought up the situation of uh, other sports possibly uh, doing this or if any other sport could possibly uh, do this and uh, Connor mcdavid was asked before edmonton's game it was either before or after uh edmonton's game the other night about uh he would like to see hockey try to do this. Uh, it's been what we've been asking for in hockey for a long time. Best on best. Did you see Otani versus Trout? That's what hockey has been missing for almost a decade uh, now. And so he wants to see something uh, hockey-related kind of like this. But, um, you know, the it's called the Olympics. Right. It's called the Olympics. <laughs> and, and, and we did and, that, didn't For a while, players. wasn't the
0: all-star game, USA versus the world. Back yeah, when they I had the full squad All Star games, I know there were a few of them that were USA versus Probably. the world. Like we've done this; it's the Olympics. Mm-hmm. The other problem is is that the best players are in the NHL.
1: Yeah because it's it's the the only thing in town the olympics was that the whole nhl season would have to take a big pause and if you want to do the world baseball classic any other time you would have to do like it maybe during the all-star break yeah and then but you still have to pause for like two or three weeks for the all-star break Right, and that's why in the middle of the season
0: there's no perfect time to do it
1: right you know
0: if you're if this is this is the best time it can be I still would rather have my guys on my team in my training facility, where if they get hurt on my time with my team, I accept that fact. As opposed to get hurt playing somewhere else. Yeah. Playing for someone else. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's for your country. I get it. National pride. Totally understand it. But if an entire 162-game season is ruined because someone got injured... I'm not saying that for the Cardinals, by the way, but yeah. you could say that for the Astros. Yeah, I
1: mean, They have a lot of out. talent,
0: but they're trying to figure out now what they're going to do at second base because Altuve's yeah. had that spot for 10 years.
1: Yeah, and he's going to be out for two months. And he's going
0: to be out for two months. Minimum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Minimum two months. Yeah. So they're having to rework their entire strategy, and there's no free agents left. they all been signed. And in the, in the Mets would with-
1: with diaz Diaz,
0: another great example i mean i know it's a closer it's not quite you know an everyday guy but it's definitely a role you need a good guy in
1: definitely what they were counting on yeah
0: so perfect example now do i think diaz is selling out stadiums no like a a trout an otani oh travis do you imagine if otani got injured (laughs) If Otani slipped on the rubber, if Otani slipped on the rubber when he was throwing a pitch and messed up his knee, mm-hmm. and he's going to be out six months, yeah, luckily we didn't You would have, have an outcry of people Probably. going, "Why is the greatest player of our generation, yeah. the biggest box office across the world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: playing in this tournament?"
1: Yeah. And, luckily, <laughs> that didn't happen. That would have been uh, the worst-case scenario disaster for sure. Oh,
0: on that 3-2 pitch to Trout? If he would have
1: uh, slipped and ripped his wanna, knee? Oh. I don't even want to think about that. Oh,
0: worse, Travis. He gets the pitch off. He slips, rips his knee. It hits Trout in the hip, busts his hip.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that would have been the ultimate disaster. They both disaster. get injured
0: in the in the final, final pitch of the game. Yeah. Ugh, we wow. we would never have the world baseball classic yeah,
1: again never again it would be it would be done just shut it down <laughs> absolutely so you are going to start on the aisle looks like jake woodford is going to take his spot in the rotation but it looks like the opening day starter would either most likely be miles michaelis or jack flaherty there and the reason why i say michaelis first is because i would kind of lean that way personally but uh, we'll just have to see in the next couple of days who is announced as the uh, starter. And I'm sure it'll be another cop- topic of conversation during the spring training game with the uh, Yankees coming up here in a little bit. So uh, we'll step away and we'll talk some local sports uh, that happened yesterday. And we'll tell you about the weather permitting schedule today coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back.
2: If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post 9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, healthcare, free toxic exposure screens, and more to
0: veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim.
2: Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel and Effingham, equal housing lender and member FDIC.
1: Easter egg hunts aren't just for kids. It's time for a virtual hunt to win some awesome local prizes. Go to FEMradio.com and search for the golden Easter egg. Once you find it, click on it and register to win. You can register to win as many times as you like to increase your chances of winning. Win some great prizes from local businesses like John Boo's Factory Showman Outlet, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Barlow Lock and Security, mid Camper Sales. Good luck finding that golden egg and happy Easter from our team at Cromwell Media.
0: The staff at Jay's Hobby Shop reminds us that
2: many traffic accidents are caused by distracted drivers. Do yourself and your community a favor and remember to put the phone down while driving. Stay alive, don't text and drive. This message, courtesy of Jay's Hobby Shop at 12,374 East 1400th Avenue
1: in Newton. For all your collision repairs done right the first time, call 618-553-3030. That's 618-553-3030. We're there on the
0: air because they care.
2: Once upon a time, the day came when the first guy announced he'd lost 100 pounds on Plan Z. We got so excited, we threw a big party. Hi, this is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. What a night that was. So every year around this time, I throw another kind of party, a customer appreciation sale. We do this kind of sale to thank the thousands who have dieted with Plan Z. We also do it to welcome in new dieters, so take advantage of it. This is the perfect time of year to do Plan Z. Do you know that if you start Plan Z by April 9th, you'll be finished with losing in time for Memorial Day? That's right. The time flies and you're ready for shorts. Be ready for summer. Get special pricing now. Keep these things in mind too. Plan Z is guaranteed to work. And with my ZR50 Crave Control Spray, you're going to diet comfortably. No more headaches, crabbiness, and hunger when you diet. No exercise either. The food you'll eat is real, too. Nothing from a box, no magic shakes. During the sale, you'll get sizable savings. And if you're feeling a little too sizable yourself, right now is the time. PlanZDiet.com There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org.
1: And now... But then uh, tomorrow, open up a uh, three-game set with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks coming up uh, tomorrow. But enjoy St. Louis Cardinal baseball right here and right now on ninety-eight nine. The game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got. We still got yeah, a few well, more minutes. Yeah, really what am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed yeah, to keep I'm me. You're far. supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, I was. I was.
0: I was just agreeing with you. Oh my god. It's okay. Not really. But... Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about Carrasco. On ninety eight nine the
1: game. Oh, I still got we still got yeah. a few more minutes. Yeah. What am I doing? Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the game ESPN radio. And coming up here in just a little bit, we got the St. Louis Cardinals spring training of baseball with the New York Yankees. But first, before we get there, we need to hit up on some local baseball and softball scores from yesterday. Teams of battling the elements. First off, in high school baseball, we had Arcola and Windsor's Two Straws. They were supposed to play but that game. I got canceled due to the weather. But uh, Breeze Modern Day, uh, they ended up matching up with uh, St. Anthony. And uh, this one was a highly entertaining uh, contest as Breeze Modern Day ends up walking it off there and winning in the 7th uh, inning. And they won a 7-2, a, a 6 here. St. Anthony, uh, they scored three runs in the uh, top of the uh, second inning to take the 3-0 lead. And then Day got a run back in the bottom half. St. Anthony would uh, take the 4-1 lead going into the bottom of the third until Breeze Martyrday scored uh, three runs to tie it up there at 4. And then uh, they would uh, tie it up again in the uh, top of the seventh. Well, St. Anthony, they would tie it up at 6, but then Day wins it in the bottom of the seventh, and they went it 7-2 to As 6. Uh, Harris gets the win for the Knights, and Brock fearday gets hit with the loss for St. Anthony. He went uh, one and two-thirds innings, and he only gave up a couple of hits, one run, one walk, and four Ks as well for Brock. And we also had uh, Adams pick up RBI Levitt, Brock Fierde, also uh, uh, Larson and Kaney uh, picking up RBIs as well for the uh, Bulldogs in the uh, loss and uh, so uh, that game uh, got in yesterday in the NTC we had a, a lot of things happen in the little line eye as Cumberland. they defeated only 14 to10 Westville over Casey Westfield 13 to one. Marshall over Mattoon in a one-to-nothing pitchers' duel. Flora over Mount Carmel five to one, and uh, oblong our Lawrenceville over oblong Powhite eight to two in the Apollo. We had Salem defeat Charleston a seven to two one in the uh, Central Illinois. We had Sullivan over Heritage twenty-two, and a Decatur St. Theresa win in a nail-biter against Paxton Buckley Lota four to three. South Central we had Staunton over Dupo a seven to two five. North Mac over Pena, three to one, and in a softball from yesterday in the Little line we have Mount Carmel in a offensive uh, showcase over Flora twelve to eleven was the uh, final there. Olney the over Cumberland a nine to one and a Bismarck Henny over Paris eleven to eight. In the Apollo Conference we had Salem, a Salem matchup with Effingham and a Salem gets the win a twelve to a three as Salem picks up a couple runs in the bottom of the first and then Effingham comes back and scores three in the top of the second but then six in the bottom of the second inning gives Salem the lead and they would obviously. Never look back after that as it looks like only one accredited RBI here off uh, all the rest were scored on errors as Donaldson picks up uh, the RBI for the Hearts and uh, Cunningham takes the loss in the circle for Effingham. We also had in the Lincoln Prairie, Villa Grove over Urbana 19-1 and Stunton over Dupo 18-6. And that was all of the games that got in yesterday in local sports. Local sports schedule for today, obviously, weather permitting, as we already do have some cancellations in the NTC. Uh, Cumberland was supposed to square off with a CHBC. Uh, that has already been uh, canceled. Altamont was supposed to square off with a Newton, St. Anthony at Sullivan, a Weber Township at Brownstown, St. Elmo, Winchester Two Straws at Sarah Gordo, and North Clay at Edwards County. Little Linites, Topolis is so squaring off with a uh, Casey and the Apollo. Taylorville hosting Hillsboro, Mount Zion at Decatur Eisenhower, Central Illinois Conference, Shelbyville at Lincolnwood, Central AM at Ramsey, Warrensboro Latham at Tri City, Clinton at Olympia, South Central Conference, Staunton at Lebian, Alton at Piesall, Nicomas at Carlinville, North Mac hosting Springfield Lutheran, Lincoln Prairie, Salt Fork at Tri County, and Moreau Forsyth at Ocala Valley. Arthur Christian against uh, Arthur Lovington out with Hammond. Armstrong at Villa Grove in a softball in the NTC. St. Elmo-Brownstown at Odin has already been canceled. Edwards County at North Clay, Clay City. Altamont at Greenville. Little Illini, Oblong at Paris has already been canceled. Other matchups, Dietrich at Newton. Effingham squaring off against Casey. Apollo at Charleston at on Windsor's two straws at Taylorville. Central Illinois. Argenta hosting Sullivan. Tri-City at Warrensburg-Latham. Macon, Meridian, Arcola have already been canceled. Lincoln, a Prairie, Heritage at Bismarck-Kenny. South Central, Hillsboro and Mulberry Grove. Lebian against Staunton. Nicomas, Carlinville. Ramsey, Pena. Litchfield at Old Marquette. And a Porta at a North Mac. And we're supposed to have a track meet today at uh, Effingham with uh, teams being involved, Marshall, Mount Zion, the Taylorville, and a few others uh, as well for that track meet at Effingham. But uh, we'll see if uh, those happen, and we'll pass along any uh, cancellations for you on the uh, website. Just click on uh, the News and Events tab, Local Sports is where you can find that, or just on the uh, main page of Local Sports. Uh, results, so uh, uh, there you go. We're hoping, and, and hey, uh, more games got in than I thought yesterday. Yep, um, so they were battling the elements, I'm sure, and uh, we'll see if games get in today and uh, coming up here we'll uh, step away and and then we'll return and talking uh, the NCAA tournament and uh, some uh, more Major League Baseball as well with the uh, memo uh, sent out about the uh, rule changes and kind of some tweaks and clarifications to the rule changes for uh, MLB that they sent out before the season gets started next week and we'll explore that coming up next here on the Star Lineup
0: the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back.
2: Ask Sherwin-Williams during the spring sale, March 24th through April 3rd, and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
0: Imagine the possibilities with the State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that
1: can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Sherwin-Williams in Effingham is looking for hardworking, dedicated individuals to fill our open warehouse technician positions. We are currently hiring for a day shift weekend position and second and third shift. We have an excellent starting pay rate of $24.19 per hour, plus a $1,500 sign-on bonus. Our benefits include up to 16 paid days off within your first 12 months, and health insurance as low as twenty three seventy six dollars 76 biweekly. Apply online anytime at Sherwin.com slash Effingham. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer for all protected statuses, including veteran and disability.
0: In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own.
1: Great deals are springing up everywhere at Rule King.
0: So come on in and save. Take $20 off Kentucky Tall Fescue Grass. Seed now only $99.99 a bag. And feed that green with Greenskeeper Secret Fertilizer for just $17.99 a 40-pound bag. Plus save $2 on Valvoline Premium Conventional Oil and various weights. Now just $20.99 for a 5-quart container. Enjoy these savings and more at RuleKing.com
1: or your neighborhood Rule King. America's farm and home store.
2: Hi, this is Casey from JNR Collision Centers. We would like to announce the purchase of Walks Auto Body from Doug Walk. JNR's commitment will be the same as Doug's always was. We will go above and
0: beyond to return your vehicle to pre-accident condition. We will work with you and your insurance company and keep you informed during the entire repair process. Stop by and see us at either Effingham location,
2: 3241 South Banker Street, or 1424 East Via Avenue, or call JNR Collision Centers at 877-525-5722. My name is Monica. I'm an elementary school teacher. My name is Mitch. I'm a graphic design specialist. We have four children. Currently we have life and auto insurance with Erie. They've always been a good company and good customer service. If anything ever happens to me, my family will be protected. Your Erie agent in Effingham is Weiss Insurance. Get a quote at 217-342-9777 or visit weissinsurance.com. Life insurance and annuity products are not available in New York. By now you've noticed that car dealer lots are looking a little thin with new vehicles. And while keeping inventory in stock has been a challenge at Geckner Brothers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, the good news is that customer sold orders from most models have still been rolling in. Placing a sold order gets you a build priority at the factory. It locks in your MSRP from any price increases, plus you get the exact options and color you want. For more information, stop by Geckner Brothers today at 600 East Fayette Avenue in Effingham.
1: Easter egg hunts aren't just for kids. It's time for a virtual hunt to win some awesome local prizes. Go to FEMradio.com and search for the Golden Easter Egg. Once you find it, click on it and register to win. You can register to win as many times as you like. They increase your chances of winning. Win some great prizes from local businesses like John Boo's Factory Showman Outlet, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Barlow Lock and Security, Midstate Camper Sales. Good luck finding that golden egg and happy Easter from our team at Cromwell Media. And now...
0: I have the Cowboys and the Packers in the NFC Championship. The last time the Dallas Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl back in 1995, they took out the Packers in the NFC Championship game. Oh... History will repeat itself. Cowboys moving on to the Super Bowl. The starting lineup.
1: Oh my God!
0: It's all going somewhere, Travis. Just, just go with me. The Cowboys. Yes. Yes. Oh. It's all geez. going somewhere. Oh my. On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Eric Sports Center Update. The Blues wrap up their home-and-home series against the Detroit Red Wings tonight at Little Caesars Arena. St. Louis lost the first game in the series, 3-2 in a shootout on Tuesday night. Lost loss snapped the Blues' two-game winning streak, but St. Louis has picked up at least a point in each of their last three games. They are still sixth place in the Central Division with 68 points and a 31-33-6 record. The Cardinals' spring training game has ended in a draw for the second straight day. as Cardinals and Miami played to a scoreless draw yesterday, Alec Burleson had a pair of hits in the tie. Meanwhile, Jordan Montgomery looked good on the mound, giving up six hits in five scoreless frames. Stephen Matt starts for the Cardinals against the Yankees, coming up here in about a half hour or so. The Bulls never led during a 116-91 loss to the 76ers at the United Center. Chicago was on the wrong side of a 17-0 run in the first three and a half minutes of the game. The Bulls were never able to recover. They trailed by as many as 31 points in the loss. Colby White scored 19 points off the bench to lead the Bulls. Chicago's 10th place in the Eastern Conference with a 34-38 record. The Bulls visit Portland tomorrow night. The Blackhawks aim to avoid their third loss in a row when they visit the Washington Capitals at Capitol Arena tonight. The Blackhawks coming off a 5-0 loss to the Avalanche on Monday. Chicago remains in the cellar of the Central Division with 54 points and a 24-40-6 record, and Notre Dame is hiring Penn State's basketball coach to run its men's team, so Notre Dame gets their new coach.
1: Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there, and you're welcome Notre Dame. Yeah. Made the coach look awesome on three three meetings we had. I
0: mean, Illinois should be happy. That means they don't have to face him anymore. They obviously could not figure this coach out. Exactly. Coach Shrewberry? (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't gonna take a shot at well, that during Sports Center.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Truesberry, I think you seven-year it. contract. Yeah, that's a great. idea. Turned down Notre a long-term Dame. extension from the Nittany Lions as the prospect of going back home became a key factor in his decision.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a great move there for yep. Notre Dame. Well, I don't basketball. know. I mean, it's
0: great for Notre Dame. I don't know if I'm this coach. If I'm gonna step into some, you know, a role where you're filling the shoes of someone who's been there for 23 years. Right. That's always a tough spot to be in.
1: It is. It is definitely tough when you have to be the guy after yep. the guys. So yep. uh college basketball tonight sweet 16 is uh, back in underway and it'll all get started there at a 5:30 and it's Michigan State against uh, Kansas State will begin uh, the uh, festivities there in uh, Madison Square Garden. And then the second game of the night there in uh, New York will be the ninth seed of uh, Florida Atlantic going against the uh, four seed of uh, Tennessee. Currently, right now, the Volunteers favored by five points in uh, this one. And I thought that I saw uh, the other day like seven of these 16 yeah. final teams are looking to get to the final four for the first time yes. ever. Yes. So that's kind of crazy, right?
0: And it's very crazy. Um, I was going to try and pull up that fact, but I, I don't have
1: it handy at this moment. But I, re- I remember seeing that same fact that you saw, Travis. And then uh, the uh, two other games uh, tonight at six fifteen in Las Vegas, it's going to be uh, the A-seed Arkansas. should be Illinois, but it's Arkansas. And it's uh, against the uh, four-seed UConn. And UConn favored by uh, four points in uh, this one, so... We'll see if uh, Arkansas can go back to the Elite Eight again, and we'll see if uh, Mr. Musselman can keep his shirt on uh, today if they win as well. And also the uh, last game of the night there in uh, Vegas tonight at 8.45. It's going to be the three-seed Gonzaga Zaga against the uh, two-seed UCLA. And currently right now the Bruins favored by one-and-a-half points here in uh, this one over the uh, Zags. So, Uh, Four games in the uh, Sweet 16, and then the uh, rest of the uh, four games will be uh, tomorrow night, and then we'll be into the Elite Eight. Yeah, hard to believe that, right? Yeah, you know, March Madness, there's a lot of uh, basketball jam-packed in four days, and then these four games look like, ah, cool, like a little appetizer after our dessert, I guess you'd say, after that big meal that we had last week.
0: Uh, Twelve teams, Travis, seeking their first title. In yeah, this year's Sweet 16. But... Mm-hmm. Second most to 1990, where there were 13, and UNLV became a new champ that year. So, um, And then, uh, like you said, seven uh, seeking their first Final Four. Now, what does that mean number-wise, Travis? Well, 1990, there were eight teams seeking to reach their first Final Four. One made it. Mm-hmm. 2010, there were six, one made it. 99 there were six, one made it. 95 there were six, and none made it. So just because there's seven doesn't mean... That they're going to advance. And those teams, by the way, Alabama, Creighton, FAU, Miami, San Diego State University, Tennessee, and Xavier. Mm. I think... I, I think Bama has a shot.
1: No, yeah, definitely.
0: I would say... It's only when I feel 100% confident in, honestly, making the Final Four. And even that, I'm not 100% confident, so... All right. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh,
1: and, obviously, Princeton. Obviously. Obviously, yes, Princeton. But, but. Uh, they'll be on tomorrow. So, we'll uh, check out that tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Um, there was a stat I saw, Travis. I don't know if I saved it. Um, it was a, a picture I saw on social media, and I unfortunately, I didn't save it. Um, but it was uh, teams to have uh, both teams qualify for the NCAA tournament and be in a bowl game this year. hmm Illinois is part of that.
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah. I think
0: there were 11 teams. Mm-hmm. Illinois is one of them. They are. Yep. That's a positive thing. We haven't been on that list in a long time. No. We have not. So, kudos to the Illini.
1: Definitely. Now,
0: it resulted in going 0-3 <laughs> overall. A-, a win out of any of those would have been nice.
1: Would have been, yeah. But, uh, nope. Yep, uh, all losses. So nope, uh, but nope. But the uh, Sweet Sixteen uh, coming at you tonight, and we'll be back to a recap the games tomorrow, and get you set for the rest of the Sweet Sixteen uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow show. Yeah, um, there was. Unless you had anything. I else? was just. Gonna, I was going to ask who
0: you were picking tonight.
1: Um. Let's see here. Uh. I would go with Kansas State. I think that's. Where I have them in my bracket, but mm-hmm. uh, Kansas State. Um, I mean, the only upset upset that I would have would be Gonzaga over UCLA. Other than that, I think it goes pretty much the way it should.
0: Yeah, um, you know what? I'm I I'll I'll say it. I'll I'll say Michigan State. Hmm. I'll say Michigan State over Kansas State. I I can't not trust Coach
1: Izzo in March. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, that's just—they um, are favored by one and a half points. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Um, I
0: would say tonight, I I would go. Uh, I go Arkansas. And I uh, think they can beat UConn. Sure, why not? Hmm. Travis, this year has been the craziest year of the tournament, like in recent memory. And again, there has been no powerhouses that have dominated the year. Yeah. So I think on any given day, anyone can win. Everyone's so high on UConn, though. I, I wasn't, but. All the experts. All those experts that are so smart.
1: All right. They're they're some of them picking them to
0: the Final Four.
1: Tennessee and Gonzaga. Those are my my other two picks tonight. Yeah. I. I, think I want FAU. Tennessee. I really yeah. do, but. I think Tennessee just plays too stingy a defense uh, for the Owls to get it done. But All
0: right, are you ready for this, Travis? It's that? Head coach Mark Few, speaking of that Gonzaga team. Mm-hmm. Currently an underdog, correct? Uh, it's UCLA? Yes,
1: by one and a half points. Okay.
0: Coach Few is 0 for 5 outright as an underdog in the Sweet 16 or later.
1: Hmm. That's
0: the most outright loss without a win by any head coach since this tournament field expanded in 1985. Hmm. So, maybe hold up on that Gonzaga thing.
1: Maybe? Yeah. Maybe hold up on that.
0: Tennessee, by the way, has the highest percent chance of any team to reach the Final Four, according to ESPN Analytics. Hmm. Volunteers have never reached the national semifinal in program history with their best finish coming in the Elite Eight in 2010. Uh, They have a 70% chance of getting out of the East uh, to reach the national semi. Then it's Houston, 66, Alabama, 62, UCLA, 41. Hmm. Michigan State has the highest of any team outside the the of fifth, fifth or later, uh, besides Creighton. Creighton, also 29% chance.
1: Sure. I mean, they are facing Princeton tomorrow night, so. Uh, don't
0: I'd... give up on Princeton yet, Travis. I'm not. But... I would love, no joke, I would love Princeton-Alabama in
1: an Elite 8 matchup. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some big lines for tomorrow. I mean, Creighton points. I mean, as everyone like picked, Travis Sweet 16.
0: If we could get Arkansas Gonzaga Elite Eight, if we could get Xavier, uh, Miami, um, FAU, Michigan State, and Bama Princeton. I mean, that's what everyone called. I of mean, course. obviously,
1: Bama versus Princeton. Bama versus. If we could get the all LA, the one LA.
0: seeds out in the next two days, Travis, would that not be the craziest? March Madness ever? That would definitely. If be Bama and Houston both lost their Elite Eight matchups or yeah. their Sweet Sixteen
1: matchups, yeah, I don't think anyone would see it coming. No, with especially with San Diego State over Alabama. Yep. Yeah.
0: Miami be crazy. Houston
1: maybe because of the injuries for Houston. Yeah.
0: But if you're telling me that going into the Elite Eight we have no ones left. Yeah. And maybe one or two twos, and that's it. Yeah. Psh, I'm gonna quit making brackets because that's just unpredictable. <laughs> like that's not you,
1: you can't figure that out. Right, exactly. Sometimes I don't even know why I make up a bracket to begin with. Cause it's fun. Cause it's fun. It's
0: fun, and we try to
1: pretend like we know what
0: we're talking about, and we never
1: do. Gotcha. Uh, obviously, I, I'm obviously. trying to per, I'm trying to pretend what I'm doing because I'm doing so well right now in the uh, bracket challenge. I got 480 points on the girls' side. I'm in the uh,
0: 82nd percentile. Wow, hey, I'll take that. something
1: definitely happened. I still got sixteen hundred uh points to get, so not a lot, but yeah, some obviously something happened to yeah. my brackets, they're not doing so well now after the I think the second day uh, but it's fun, lousy Duke in Indiana going down I Indiana. know Tennessee as well, yeah, I think I picked Indiana and Stanford pretty far. Yeah, I think I picked Indiana to go pretty far.
0: Like I said, on the girls' side, you just kind of pick ones, and this year bit me.
1: Yep. Not the case this year. Nope. Nope. All right, so uh, Sweet 16 uh, tonight, and we let off the show with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals news that Adam Wainwright was going to be starting on the I.L. not making the opening day start uh, next week. And then uh, yesterday, uh, Major League Baseball sent out a memo to – Kind of small changes or tweaks to the uh, pitch clock rules, and uh, this was kind of uh, a clarification memo. You me say uh, that the Major League Baseball and the Players Association uh, sent out to uh, all the clubs, and of course, MLB is still uh, going to do a 15 seconds with the pitch clock, with the bases empty, 20 seconds with the runners on base, plus the hitter needing to be alert in the batter's box with eight seconds uh, remaining. And pitch clock violations have actually gone down over the first month of spring training. According to this memo, it dropped from 2.03 violations per game in the first week to just 1.03 this past week in line with a reduction in uh, the minor league testing last season as well. And I think I read this to you yesterday, but the average spring training Uh, Game time has fallen from three hours and a minute to just two hours and 36 minutes, according to uh, this memo sent out. So uh, that is quite the uh, difference, I think, uh, when you drop almost 30 minutes off game time. And uh, that's uh, what's been happening in spring training games. So uh, that definitely shows you that the pitch clock is really working and speeding up the game. Still don't like it. Well, I'll
0: be that old guy who's arguing about kids being on his long. I don't, I don't care in this instance.
1: Well, I guess it's it's helping, and I, I have to wait and see in, in action in the he- real thing because I haven't watched a lot of spring oh, training, and right. the World Baseball Classic didn't use these rules. Right.
0: And, and here's the other thing I want to see, Travis. All right, let's say we go with this pitch clock. Let's say in three years, mm-hmm. if we don't have a turn up in attendance – or ratings? Yeah. Do we go back? Because that's the whole point, right? Is to track, trying to attract younger audience. Try and keep a younger audience. If,
1: like... I don't think you can go back. I don't think there's any going back. Hmm. I don't think so. What
0: if you lose the diehards? Mm. What if the diehards who supported baseball this whole time just go, Nah, this isn't... This isn't it's baseball. True. It's true. And your ratings go down.
1: Yeah, but we know about other sports, about being diehards, is that we can get turned off, and we're probably going to complain about stuff, but we're still going to watch it every day. But
0: I think baseball is different because there's so many games.
1: Yeah. And if there's
0: one thing right now baseball does not need, it's people tuning out their games because they are in trouble
1: from a media standpoint. Thank yeah. you, Bally yes thank you for parent company filing for bankruptcy yes like there's a
0: lot of questions uh, about baseball broadcasting and they need to be putting up strong numbers right now to be attractive to whatever the next thing is yeah and I know everyone's going to say well the next thing is just streaming but you can't just go streaming you have to make sure that there's an audience there who's willing to pay for said streaming right because otherwise you're you're losing money that way. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be very interesting to see for me at the end of the year what do the ratings look like compared to last year. Right. Who's tuning in? What is attendance like? Speaking of attendance, Travis, not to get off topic. Your Battlehawks. Mhm. Do you know that there is no team in the XFL that has a higher attendance combined than the Battlehawks? Wow. have in single games yeah the Battlehawks are averaging thirty-five thousand people to their games mm-hmm. dc i think is average it has 40 total for the two <laughs> games they've had <laughs> yeah and that they're the surprising. they're the highest
1: yeah absurd right how did the nfl leave st louis <laughs> uh, well Cronky had a one-track mind of going back out west into a bigger market how has no one gone to st louis I don't know. Maybe the NFL's prevented that. Well, Roger Goodell, you need to look there was at these con- numbers. <laughs> there's collusion.
0: See that there's thirty seven thousand people showing up to, let's be honest, a not state of the art facility to see not NFL.
1: Right. Yeah. You put NFL and you make some updates to the dome. Yeah. How many people that are showing up to those games know half the players that are playing in the games? that they they're know still a quarter showing up. of the players. I know. But they're, they're showing, showing up
0: to support St. Louis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think
0: this is a big,
1: you know, middle finger to the NFL. Yeah. And I was actually going to get into that uh, at some point in... Uh, Sorry. Today or tomorrow about the XFL. And uh, they're having uh, a problem uh, with the uh, ratings because uh, last week... Uh, had the lowest rating since yeah. the uh, newest installment of it. It was like only an average of 200 and yeah. some thousand people. Yeah. That's not, not good. good. I think the best one was the battle Hawks and the, um, defenders uh from last week but obviously attendance isn't a problem for the battle hawks and uh the ratings isn't a problem for the battle hawks as well but uh that'll do it here for us on the uh, terrestrial show catch us in the pod so got more stuff to talk about with the nba and uh, the uh, nhl and we might dive into those xfl uh ratings from the report that i saw but Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, St. Louis Cardinals spring training baseball with the uh, New York Yankees. So enjoy, and we'll be back for you on a Friday. So enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into the podcast of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you and we still got more national sports to uh, clean up. Mm -hmm. We didn't get to NBA or the NHL. So that's what we'll get to here in the uh, podcast. So and anniversaries. And uh, do we sports, have this sports, day in yes. sports history? This day in sports history. Very cool. So, uh, first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports in there that you wanted to get to? Yes, the Cardinals may not know, but the Cubs have selected their opening day starter. The
0: team announced yesterday that Marcus Stroman will man the rubber when the Cubs host the Brewers in their first game of the season. A week from today, the 31-year-old went 6-7, and the 350 ERA in its first season with the Cubs last year. The Pacers put an end to their two-game slide with a 118-14 victory over the Raptors in Toronto. Uh, Indiana is now 11th in the Eastern Conference at 33-40, and 40, and they'll visit the Celtics tomorrow night. NFL tight end Foster Moreau is stepping away from football after being diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. He announced the cancer diagnosis on Wednesday after he underwent a routine physical with the New Orleans Saints and found out the news. The 25-year-old tight end says he's ready to, quote, fight a new opponent Cancer, end quote. He's currently a free agent after playing the last four seasons with the Raiders. Caught thirty-three passes for four hundred and twenty yards and two touchdowns last season with Las Vegas. The Jets are gearing up to make a big push for their desired signal caller. New York traded wide receiver Elijah Moore and the 74th overall pick in the upcoming draft to the Cleveland Browns for the 42nd overall pick. Gang Green now has two second rounders, which they can use as extra collateral in their attempt to acquire Packer quarter quarterback Aaron Rodgers. From the Green Bay Packers, Jets also agreed to a one-year contract with former Kansas City wide receiver uh, Hardman uh, McCole. Hardman deals worth up to six point five million dollars. The Clippers are losing their leading scorer for the next couple of weeks. Los Angeles announced that forward Paul George will be reevaluated in two to three weeks after suffering a sprained right knee. George was injured in the fourth quarter of Tuesday's loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thirty-two-year-old will be sidelined for the remainder of the regular season and could potentially return for the playoffs. However, Georgia's averaging 23.8 points, 6.1 rebounds per game this season. As we talked about during the show, the Houston Astros will be without their star second baseman for the start of the season. General Manager Dana Brown told the media that Jose Altuve underwent surgery on his fractured right thumb. He will not resume baseball activities for at least two months. The year old was injured after getting hit by a pitch while playing for Venezuela. The World Baseball Classic last weekend, the eight-time All-Star, is entering the sixth year of a seven-year deal that he signed back in 2018. Hmm. And finally, North Carolina won't need to replace its star big man next season, Armando Bacock. Uh, has announced that he will be returning for the fifth season with the Tar Heels. The Wooden Award finalists averaged 15.9 points and 10.4 rebounds per game this season. The 23-year-old forward said that he doesn't, quote, want to leave North Carolina this way, end quote, and he feels staying in school gives him the best opportunity to improve his game. UNC did not qualify for the NCAA tournament after going 20-13. and 13. He is the school's all-time leader in rebounds, double-doubles, and double-figure rebounding games. And that does yep. it for uh,
1: Sports Center. Returning for a year number five with yep. the Tar Heels don't want to go out this way it's not the tar heel way travis yeah maybe you could have got a couple more games in if they accepted the invite to the nit yeah but i guess we're too good for that too good travis too good mm-hmm. right uh <sighs> So, yeah, that's uh, Sports Center. All right, so uh, let's uh, hit up on some NBA from uh, last night and clean uh, that up as it was the Nuggets getting the win over the uh, Wizards. No triple-double for Jokic. 31 points, 12 rebounds, only 7 assists in uh, this one, bub. Nuggets get the dub anyways. Uh, the Heat by 7 over the Knicks, 127-1-20. to Jimmy Butler. It was off for a 35 in the win and also had some four steals as well. Pacers get the win in uh, Toronto as they beat the Raptors 118 to 114. The Warriors, uh, they get the win on the road as they beat the Mavs 127 to 125. And there was also a protest in the game uh, with the uh, Mavs not agreeing with the officiating that was going on last night. And uh, the Warriors ended up winning the game by uh, two points. And hey, uh, that's like back to back wins on the road, I think, for Golden State. So look out. Here they come. Look out. They've turned it around, Travis. Ninth win on the road this season. Uh, Luka Doncic had 30 points and 17 assists in the loss. Uh, Steph Curry, he only had 20 points in the game. Uh, The Bulls, they did not show up against the 76ers as they didn't even score 100 as the 76ers won this one. 116 to a 91 on the night. So uh, at one point they were – uh, or actually, they started the game off with a 17-0 run. So yeah, the seven, first 17 led points the whole game. Ah, first 17 points Never led. Philly. That one. Uh, ooh. Uh, the Grizzlies uh, they beat the Rockets 130 to 125, and uh, John Morant came off the uh, bench in uh, this one as he threw down a highlight reel dunk and he scored a 17 points in the game as. Memphis needed every bit of those points because they only won by five mm-hmm. over Houston. Uh, the Bucks all over the uh, Spurs again. I think that's back-to-back games. The Spurs don't score a hundred, as it was 130 to uh, 94. Giannis goes for a 31 and a 14. And uh, the Timberwolves they got the one-point win over the Hawks, 125 to 124, as the big cat Carl Anthony Towns. He returns in this game for Minnesota, and let's see. He ends up with 22 points on the night, and uh, they needed every bit of those points as well, mm-hmm. only winning by a single point against the Hawks. Uh, Blazers over the Jazz, 127 to one 15 Marketing goes for 40, but not good enough to beat the 30 points of Dame Lillard. And the Hawks. Trailblazers. And the Lakers, uh, they win over the Suns. 122 to 111 as A.D., the big two, who needs LeBron James? They got Austin Reeves as he goes off for 25 points last night. And uh, A.D. also helped the cause as well. And he got 27 on the night. So, man, look at these guys go. And uh, D'Angelo Russell going off for 26 mm-hmm. as well last night. So, uh, maybe we should just uh, ride it out with uh, Austin Reeves, maybe, and just let uh, LeBron rest up. I mean, that w-
0: if if you think you're going to make it to the postseason, that'd be the best move. Because mm-hmm. I'd much rather have a hundred percent LeBron for the playing game than, you
1: know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I was also listening to uh, I think it was Canty um, and Carlin uh, yesterday. And uh, they were like, well, AD just playing like a beast without uh, LeBron. And really, since AD has Mm -hmm. come back without LeBron on the floor, he just plays a lot better than when when LeBron's on the floor. Don't know why that is, but uh, they need to put it together in that tag team and actually have AD play well when LeBron is playing as well. Absolutely. So... Uh, only a few games on this on the slate tonight for the NBA. They know what's happening with March Madness and the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, the Knicks uh, they're scoring off with the Magic, Cavs, Nets, Hornets, Pelicans, and a Thunder and a Clippers. That's it. Only four games on the schedule tonight in the Association. Uh, last night in hockey, only two games on the uh, slate, and it was the Penguins getting the win over the Avalanche 5-2. to a two. And uh, Sidney Crosby scores his 30th goal of the uh, season. And uh, remarkably, that's only half the goals that Connor McDavid has, as Jeez. Connor McDavid scored his 60th goal of the season uh, last night in uh, the OT winner four to three over the Coyotes did, uh, the Oilers there. And, uh, I think it was, uh, on that impressive goal was the, uh, game winner last night mm. as well. So, uh, 60 point or 60 goals for Connor McDavid. That is absurd, Travis. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a lot. I don't know if that is or not. It feels like a lot. It is. It's, uh, it is. And, um, Let's see. I think that was his second goal uh, of the game with that one. And uh, it gives him 60 goals in 72 games and make him the fastest player to reach this mark since Mario Lemieux did it in a 62 games in 95, 96. So, you know Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. And he uh, also was the uh, – uh, he scored an OT, and it's the first uh, – player in NHL history to score a 60th goal in overtime. So mm. give him uh, the uh, 60th goal. And his teammate, uh, Drysdale, had four assists last night as well, adding two of there. Impressive point totals. And that was it. That was the only two games on the schedule for the NHL last night. Uh, games going on this evening. Eric mentioned in his sports center head that the uh, Blues are doing a home-and-home home with the Red Wings, and they're in Detroit tonight. Uh, Wild against the uh, Flyers. The uh, Canadians up against the uh, Bruins. Rangers. Hurricanes. Maple Leafs and Panthers. Lightning uh, Senators. Blackhawks against the Capitals. Kraken and uh, Predators. Golden Knights, Flames, Penguin, Stars, Jets, Ducks, Sharks, and uh, Canucks on the schedule for tonight as well. Uh, so only a few games left or double digits. Some teams may be in single-digit games uh, left in the NHL regular season. Mm-hmm. So we're really coming down the stretch here. And uh, we don't really have that long left for the NBA season Nope. Uh, either for the uh, play-in. Yep. Gets uh, started and underway. Before we know it. Yeah, playoffs will begin before we know it. So, I guess Dallas is still trying to uh, protest the game, the outcome of the game, filing stuff to the league, I guess. Um, and Brian Wynne, which you was heard on.
0: last night, right here on ESPN. Well, not right here. Well, no, we're not right
1: here. We're on the podcast now. I
0: know. I just get used to saying right here. So.
1: I know. It's a it's a habit we it fall is. into. It is.
0: <laughs> so, you mentioned Conor McDavid has 60 goals. Mm-hmm. How many points does he have this season? It's like uh, 132 or something. Okay, never mind. Let's say he's not going to get 200, is he? No. Gretzky's still the only one to get 200 in a season. Did it three times.
1: Uh, no. Where is the GOAT? That's why he's the great one. Yep. <laughs> uh, that
0: gives me an idea for something I'll talk to you about off air about.
1: Yeah, he's a hundred and thirty-eight points. Yeah. He's not getting two hundred. No. No. Uh, there was one thing that I wanted to uh, get yeah. to before uh, this day in uh, sports history. I talked about the uh, XFL ratings, and I looked them up yesterday, and. Uh, the like I was saying toward the end of the show, uh, apparently uh, because they kind of it's the measuring stick from the 2022 version to the 2023 version mm-hmm. because uh last week we've reached the plateau where uh that's as far as the 2020 season right got. Uh, got to before COVID uh, shut everything down and they were just having a side-by-side comparison and uh, the XFL ratings, how they've dipped significantly since the beginning of the season. Uh, According to uh, this uh, uh, viewership ranking, uh, the uh, most watched game to uh, the uh, least watched game and uh, the uh, uh, most watched game in week number one was 1.557 million. Uh, viewers on abc and uh, the lowest rating one was 1.54 million in week number one you compare that to week one in the 2020 season the most watched game was 3.39 million and that game was on fox Uh, and the one on abc was the least watched in week one of 2020 and it was 3.3 million so wow uh, quite the difference from 2020 to 2023 In the dip in ratings, and uh, a lot of these, it finally dipped below a million viewers uh, for the most watched in uh, week five of 2020 season with uh, 833,000 viewers. And uh, all these games were on Fox, ABC, and ESPN. And uh, these games in the 2023 season, only the first week was on ABC. Everything else has been on ESPN, FX, ESPN2, and those kind of platforms. And just last week, it was the worst ratings Mm. since the beginning of the 2023 version as the highest rated game got 246,000 viewers and the lowest rated one got 234,000 views on FX. Not good. So when you go from... Of course, ABC. Right, but 1.57 million viewers in week one, and now you're all the way down to 246,000 viewers for your most watched game. Uh, That's not good. Quite the dip. Yeah, there. So, Mm. that's uh, help us, Dwayne. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what else he can do. Be at every game. I guess so. I mean, and the man works out at three, uh, wakes up at three o'clock in the morning to uh, rise and grind in the gym. So, well, I
0: should I should tweet him then because I'm up
1: at that time too. So there you go. Are you are you grinding in the gym, clanging and banging? I'm
0: grinding here at the station. Mm, gotcha. Putting the so work in here, you're on a
1: different grind.
0: I am. <laughs> the work gets done. It's just a different kind of work than Dwayne does. Uh,
1: there you go. Dwayne's a busy man. Yeah. Apparently, he can't Too make busy. time for uh, other ventures as well. Yeah. Other f- things not that money have, making things. Things that have been planned for at least twelve months no. in advance. No, cannot do that, Travis. You can't make time for that.
0: That life is behind him. Too big. You want to see? You want to see him inside of a square that is a circle then uh, you're going to have to buy Peacock and watch Young Rock. Or I guess i got to play video games. Or watch Young Rock. Uh, yeah, you could, you could do that too. Hey, before we get into this day in sports history, Travis, I was going to bring this up yesterday and the day before, and I totally forgot both days. But did you see that Vandalia uh, has moved on from their head basketball coach? No. Yep. Vandalia on Monday night fired um, Brian Busher 5-2. to two, uh, voted to uh, dismiss him. So he's still going to be part of the school uh, as a coach. But, uh, yeah, they voted 5-2 to two to uh, dismiss him as boys' basketball coach. So uh, kind of a surprising there thing there. If you want to know more about what all happened, make sure you go to our friends over at I-70 Sports. Todd stapleton has got uh, more on that. But, yeah, that's uh, hmm. kind of surprising, right? Coaching a vacancy there in Vandalia. I didn't think that they were – like, he had done a bad job or anything. He always yeah, seemed like a nice know. guy whenever I would see him, you know. Yeah, no. So, hmm. there's that. And you'll be able to see him, uh, see who the new coaches coming up uh, when Altamont takes him on next fall.
1: Yeah, definitely next fall, next winter. Yeah. And you're going to be at the Vandalia tournament? Well, I believe I am. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's up. <laughs> we just closed the book on one basketball season. I don't even want to start thinking about uh, why not try the next Come one on yet. In. The wounds no, are no. still the wounds are still fresh
0: well yeah, that's true i mean i've been I've been done with basketball for a month so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm good to go yeah exactly I uh, also wanted to bring up uh, i don't know if you saw this about uh Two local teams at the college level still playing on uh, in uh, Division uh, One in the NJCAA. Uh, currently, right now, Johnny Logan is in action. They are the one seed overall, Travis. They're taking on Midland today in the quarterfinals. Uh, they're currently up 25-11, 10-48 in the first quarter. And then the fifteen seed, Vincennes, also taking place uh, later today. They take on the seven seed, Northwest Florida State, in the quarterfinals as well. This is the NJCAA D1 Men's Basketball Championship, so... Good luck mm-hmm. to both those teams. Yeah, good Kinda luck. Kind of area. John A. is not that far away. And they play the same. I yeah. think they play in the same yeah. conference yeah. as Lakeland. So, congratulations and best of luck. Yeah, so. definitely. Good All luck right. there. Sports history? All right. This day in sports history. All right. Let's do this. Uh let's see what's happened. Back in 1957, UNC's Joe Quig hit two free throws with six seconds left to win the national title over Wilt Chamberlain's Kansas team. In 1993 on this date, the Knicks and Suns got into a major brawl. Greg Anthony was suspended for the remainder of the season after running onto the court in street clothes and sucker-punching Phoenix's Kevin Johnson. Hmm. 1994 on this date, Wayne Gretzky scored career goal number 802, breaking Gordie Howe's record for all-time NHL goals. And on this day in 2013, Travis number 1 Gonzaga loses to nine seed Wichita State. In the NCAA Tournament Round of 32, the upset jumpstart of the Shockers run to the Final Four. And that does it for your this day in sports history for today, March 23rd. Shockers. Shock the world.
1: Shocked the world, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, well, any college Back basketball when Gonzaga team. Gonzaga um, could not win. Well, according to you, they still can't win.
0: No, they just don't play anyone competitive. Mm-hmm. But there for a while it was like Gonzaga would be a one seed every year and would not make it to the sweet 16. Like cuz they didn't
1: play cuz they didn't play they. anyone.
0: They've at least made it to the championship game and they've won a championship, right? They haven't won a championship. Ah, oh, no.
1: come on Gonzaga. I think they should have won in the covid in the uh covid year, though, when the 2021 version. Yeah. But they didn't. That was
0: when they were undefeated and then lost in the championship game, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This is the year they're gonna do it, Travis. They're a three seed. They're underrated. They're overlooked. They are. So um, this is the year. Yeah. This is the year for my bracket. Coach, hope so.
1: For Coach Few and uh, Coach or Coach Coach Timmy. Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy. There you go. So Timmy. Hopefully uh, they win uh, tonight and keep our brackets alive. You you know what uh, they say about Gonzaga, right?
0: No, I don't. It's just a coach and his few good men
1: you good men thank you thank you very much i knew i had that put that in post yes (laughs) i knew i had that somewhere
0: but that's i'm I'm out of here on that one it ain't getting any better than that
1: you're walking off i'm walking off walking off like drop all right so uh, we'll get out of here, and we'll be back for Friday. We'll re- recap those NCAA games. We'll talk about the uh, local sports schedule for the weekend, and uh, we'll, I guess, talk about the uh, Elite Eight, yep. at least the Elite Eight matchups coming up. So, uh, And the NASCAR. Yep. NASCAR now, pick'em. Pick em. And see a, if I can get on the board. Uh, see
0: if we can get on the board. And lots and lots and lots of anniversaries and on this day in history is for tomorrow. For tomorrow. And the, and the weekend, including some sure. that, one that's near and dear to Travis's heart.
1: Near and dear to my heart. Okay, so uh, we'll tune in to find out what that is. And so we'll all find out together. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. We're out of here. Peace.